This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. Welcome into The Drive with A.D. and Raph. Former Husker football national champion, speaker, and author, Aaron Davis. Nebraska will win the national championship. The Cornesters beat Miami. It is history, 13-0, and bring that trophy back to Lincoln. Former Arena Football League quarterback, former head coach of the Capital City Crush, and guru of Husker football history, Chris Rapp. 25 straight wins for the Cornhuskers. One of the most dominating stretches college football history we may have seen one of the best teams in the history of college football tonight brought to you by sand hills global on 93.7 the ticket and the ticket all right everybody we're back again it's the drive route on 93.7 the ticket tell me if this doesn't sound eerily Comparable. School fires coach with 67 and 26 record who played for school, who spent 30 years at school Hmm. and fired by an athletic director that's relatively new to the school. You hear that before? Yes, indeed, bro. Yes, indeed. Same, very same situation we faced with um, when Peterson was here, man. You know, other than that, Peterson was new at the school, but also went to the school, was a uh, recruiting coordinator for the, uh, said school in Nebraska, of course, we're talking about. <laughs> I hope that guy know what he's doing um, because I tell you what, man, when teams, when you fire a coach's success, now granted, Wisconsin has been struggling, you know, the past mm-hmm. couple of games. It actually last year struggled a little bit. Wisconsin has been struggled to find a quarterback for forever, you know, that could um, um, – kind of move the office the way that Chris did. But I, I think personally, he better have something in the bag pretty quick. And I mean proven. Whether it's uh, – what's it, Linhard? Rap was their, uh, their, uh, yeah. their uh, defensive coordinator who yeah, also Jim played Leonard, there. Yeah. Jim Leonard, You know, that yeah, guy's got to taken over. Uh, I just um, – um, yeah, and downtown Scott says um, – uh, good point. Only only uh, a slightly better record than Bo. And I'm going to go through some of these texts, many of these texts, too. Um, and you're right down you're, – you're exactly right, downtown, Scott. Only slightly better record than Bo. And we fired Bo. You know, we fired Frank. We, we fired two winning coaches, and we haven't recovered since. Yeah. You know, that's just the bottom yeah. line. So, hopefully, uh, Saturday was a, a, a step in the right direction. But keeping it back on uh, Wisconsin, I was not surprised by Colorado's. You know, Dorrell Scott, I mean, they're 0-4. They've been getting blown out. I think an average of about 22 points is the closest they've been in all their games this year. I mean, you talk, it could easily change that way here. We, we are very fortunate in Nebraska, but, you know, Dorrell Scott's gone. Raph, I couldn't believe that. What was your thoughts when me and you were texting back and forth? I think the three of us had a threat going on. I know you mean you for sure, Raph, while you were traveling yesterday. And I'm going to ask Nick, too, what was your thoughts on that firing, man? I, I just thought it was crazy. But then the first thing I thought in my head was, I messaged you was 
they must think that Jim Leonard is going to get some attention from around the country, and they had to get him instilled as head coach as quick as possible. I know they have the interim tag on him, but that fan base, I think, would lose its mind if they lose Jim Leonard because he kind of was the brand-new, like, favorite son, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I would assume that if everything plays out properly, that they'll end up going with Jim Leonard as head coach at Wisconsin. Which is their uh, defensive coordinator, and Wells, for, uh, former player there, played 10 years in the league. I know what you're going to say, Raph. I know one of the teams he played for. The Denver football oh, Broncos. My oh, my goodness. Dang it, I didn't have it pulled up. <laughs> That's all right. That's, That's all right. Oh, I knew it was coming. I was looking at them like, oh, oh true. I didn't really want to bring him up, to be honest with you, yesterday. So, <laughs> oh, I, do, I do not want to talk about my Steelers either. And Terrell's already get me. Uh, he's already got a, get me on the text line, and he posted on my Facebook page. It's just, <laughs> and I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming, man. I knew it was coming. But you know, Chris, I'm hoping he forgot about me. <laughs> Terrell may take a little bit, but he always remembers, man. You know, we'll talk about Husker football here in a sec, but Chris, I was I was really surprised to see that, Nick. What was your thoughts on that, man, when you seen that come across the, uh, the, uh, the ticker? I wasn't as surprised as a lot of people mm-hmm. um, because I think Wisconsin views themselves as one of the top-tier teams in the Big Ten, right? Mm-hmm. And, and no doubt the Big Ten West because, number one, that's what they've been. Um, and they, I don't think they sh- expected to have much of a drop-off. You look at it, they lose Clay Cundiff, their uh, tight end, their starting tight end. He's done for the year with a left leg injury that he mm-hmm. suffered against Ohio State. But you have a guy in Braylon Allen who is re- unbelievable at, at running back. Mm-hmm. He is he is truly something special. Did you see his tweet last night? I did. Yeah. yeah. Tell him what he said. He said something along the lines of, everybody that wanted Co- or that didn't want Coach Christ here isn't a part of this program. And mm. so, yeah, no, exactly. It's, it's a little, it's a little uncomfortable <laughs> for for that in the in the era of college football when what you see a sophomore. What year is he? Sophomore. Does he hit the portal? There you go. That's a question. Got to think about it. So anyway, think about it. Right like, San Rico, you're you're in right now. I mean, Wisconsin. Got to think about it. <laughs> Come on down. Uh, you're you're in a spot <laughs> if you're Wisconsin where you're in a there's a six way tie for first place, and then you are sitting there at seventh in the mm. Big Ten West mm. and 0-2. And, and I, I, I see this move. I read a, an article. They thought that the buyout was around $16 million. Yep. It's significantly less. So the buyout was not a problem here. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or was not, you know, they, they did not fire not fire him, right, because of the buyout, I should say. because So what's interesting is I just look at it as a program that wants to uphold their standards. They they know their expectations mm-hmm. and they're not going to settle. You know, I, I was surprised. I, I, I would just say this: so they better be careful. Yeah, exactly. Teams, yeah, gotta be very, 100%. very careful. Um, it's just it's scary. Texas Jeremy says right here. Um, um, so you fire the head coach in hopes that your D.C. never before been a head coach is the guy. The D.C. that got blown out by OSU in Illinois. Makes total sense. <laughs> yeah. Well, so here, here's here's also what's interesting. Paul yeah. Christ is a Madison native and a Wisconsin alum. He spent 33 of his 56 years of life in town as mm. either a kid, a Badgers quarterback, or a Wisconsin head coach. He was 67-26, and 43-18 and 18 in the Big Ten, he won three Big Ten West titles and two New York's New Year's Six Bowls. He was a two-time Big Ten Coach of the Year. 
That's a tough one, man. It's, I mean, it's very, uh, very. Uh, it's similar. a risk. It's a very big risk. Right. It's very similar to what Rap brought up with it. You know, with with Solich with those accolades he had here. Yeah. Uh, it was interesting. I was thinking about this this morning. Five one, one five nine zero says, "Does Whisk bring Billman back?" Mm. Mm. I think he left too. Yeah, I, I just yeah. he burnt. There were a couple bridges burned on that departure. I think. So yeah, I think different one. AD, different athletic director, obviously. Yeah, but still, people have friends. people have very long memories though when it comes to that. Though I, I say this, Raf, uh, uh, I think Lance Leipold's name being a Wisconsin, I think that name has got a lot more attention yeah. right now in Wisconsin as well. I, I couldn't see him going to Colorado. First of all, I could. First of all, he may not. He may not leave KU. First of all, let's keep that in perspective. Well, did you see the, I mean, the Kansas athletic he's director the down there now? Did you see the Kansas athletic director was like, we are aware of everything that's going on, and we are going to make sure it's very difficult for Leipold to ever leave. They're gonna. I, I'm, I think, pay that man first. Think about this. You have a game day coming to to, to, to KU. When's the last time a game days went Never. to KU for a football game? Never. Never. It, it's the first time. First time. So all these firsts that he's doing right now, Grant, and think about it, he's really going to be tested against TCU yeah. on Saturday. The way that TCU actually beat, I mean, they ran through Oklahoma like a stimulus check. I mean, that was bad, man. Yeah. I still, like, oh my goodness. Here's what's wild about it is like, I still, I still sit here and I don't think Oklahoma is that bad. I, I know, I know it looks really, really bad. I don't think they're that bad either, but, but I say what they sure, they sure looked like. They that was the worst. That, that is so uncharacteristic. Yeah, yeah, so uncharacteristic. Yeah, particularly on defense. Yeah, especially with a guy like Brett Venables yeah. leading the way. I just that's why I was telling Sip and the Sip, uh, Sip and Jake in the spillover, man. Any given Saturday, I mean, because Oklahoma seriously looked like a team that had no business being on the field no, with TCU no way. at all. No way. But I want to bring it back to Chris, though, man. I think it's going to be interesting where he because he's first of all he's going to land on his feet. You know, if he wants to see keep coaching somewhere else. Uh, he'll oh, yeah. land on his feet somewhere. I think it impacts. I saw, him. I saw a thing where they said that Paul Chris and Scott Frost will be coaching at Alabama next year. <laughs> <laughs> no way. You know, um, Travis and Lincoln always have good points. He said, "Sorry to bring everyone down. If things were flipped at Nebraska, was down their top two wide receivers, that'd be the first talking point this morning. Did Indiana top wide receiver be an out have much to do with his final score? I don't think it's bringing anybody down, Travis. I think it's a fair point. But at the same time, you play with the players you have. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's kind of out of our control, I out also, of their control. I also think Connor Bazelak. We said it coming in. I think the bigger storyline was how Nebraska's secondary played. Nebraska or Indiana." Um, throws the ball more than anybody in the entire country. Connor Bazelak throws more passes per game than anybody in the country. Mm-hmm. So to sit here and say that you allowed only 21 points and in the f- first, third, and fourth quarter combined, you allowed 98 total yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's impressive. Like, I'm, impressive. I'm all for it. I'm all for yeah, it. They have pl- I mean, that's, that's, part of the, that's part of the game of football. Every week there's yeah. going to be somebody that's out on the pro level, high school level, collegiate level in – you just, I mean, you, you deal with the cards you dealt. I mean, so, granted, could they have been difference makers? Oh, I'm oh, sure they could have been. I'm sure yeah. they could have been. But the reality is, you play with who you got on this roster at that given moment. Husker driver here says, these young men played their hearts out. We actually went in and made adjustments, which we haven't done in the past. And that person, and that personal foul on Cochran, I uh, wasn't mad because uh, he played with attitude and passion. Wasn't smart, but wasn't mad about it. Yeah. You know, what do you think about that, Rob? What do you think about that penalty? Well, first, I was going to say, too, about Nebraska's usually – when you get up 21-7 and then the other team comes back and ties it at 21, we know what usually happens with Nebraska. The roof caves in. So it was good on Saturday to actually see them, you know, bounce back and play good defensive football in the second half. And 
and get the game. Hmm. Uh, the Turner uh, ejection, at first I was just like upset because I was like bonehead play. But then, you know, going back and watching it, it probably wasn't a punch. But I like the way that Mickey, you know, got on him on the sidelines. Right. right. Oh. Ah. We might be losing him. Might be losing Raph. Raph might have to re- uh, reconnect to come back in. He was talking about how – is he there now? There you go. Can you hear you now? Let's see if he's back. All right. Yep. Okay, I'm cool. Back. All right. All right, cool. We're back. So All go right. ahead go ahead and relay or re uh say that last point again. Okay, so when he got ejected from the game and went over to the sidelines, Mickey got into him pretty good. Yeah. But when these players know that it's out of love and yeah. that's when that's when that switch can yeah. really flip for for a team. And and Mickey came out at the end of the game and he said, Okay, you know, at the time I was, you know, upset. But after watching the video, you know, we'll submit it to the Big Ten. And so I think players, they, I think a lot of players like to be coached hard and they need that. But I just, I guess I kind of lost my train of thought on the freeze. But it's just, I'm just glad that, that they were, those coaches were getting into players a little bit, letting them know and making switches. And so, yeah, I was, I was impressed with, with the coaching staff on Saturday night. A saying that was always resonate with me, and I'll get into it in a bit. Rules without relationship lead to rebellion. Rules without relationship lead to rebellion. You can tell, although Mickey has a lot of rules, there's relationships there, and those kids responded. So there wasn't that rebellion. It's like, well, I'm just not going to play this one. No, you can tell there's a different change that's there. We'll see how that plays out the rest of the year. Well, we'll see how it plays out. they got a tough game, obviously, coming up Friday night. Folks, you're on The Drive, listening to The Drive with AD and Raph on 93.7 The Ticket. We'll be right back after we pay some bills. This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 live stream workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com workshops.